This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Our God is the awesome God who is worthy to be praised. And Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. We have come this far by faith, leaning on the everlasting arm, realizing that he has never failed us ever. This is Evangelist Juanita Douglas. I'm coming to you, Renaissance Recovery. And God, we are trusting to bring you the word of God this morning for edification, building up, and helping us to build a relationship with the Almighty God. I thank God for uh, over a year ago, he allowed this podcast to be put into place to encourage the people to um, get to know who he is and to build a relationship with him because this world that we live in is real. The life is real. Eternity is coming. It is real. Heaven is real and hell is real and the spirit of God is real and the spirit of the devil is real. But God wants us to know the truth that we will be made free from the law of sin and death to be able to receive the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and be able to live in the holiness of God and in the new heaven and in the new earth to come. Because we were created for purpose. We were created to be a part of God's holy kingdom. Revelation, the fourth chapter and 11 verse says, all things were created for his glory. All things were created for his pleasure. And in Genesis, in the beginning, beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. And on the sixth day, he says, and let us make man in our image at the light, our likeness, and let him have dominion in the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he male and female, created he them, and he blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth, and have dominion rule in the earth. So God be the glory. And, and the Lord God formed man out of the dust of the ground, and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. He became God's living soul. All his, all color, all race, all nations belong to God. He created one race. That's the human race. He created multiple nationalities. That's many nations. And where a person is born based on the nation that that person is born determines the nationality of that person. God created mankind to be the recipient of his love and to be in a relationship with him that will bring him pleasure, that will bring him glory, and that will bring him honor. So God be the glory. And after he created man in verses 27 to 28, he blessed them and he told them to be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. Man was created to receive God's blessing, and his blessing included all his provision in the Garden of Eden, a life of companionship of, of Adam and, and his wife, and God's presence of relation, a Holy Spiritual relationship with the Almighty God himself provided in a beautiful, perfect place where no evil, hurt, harm, or danger was ever to come. Almighty God has it all in control he had it all in control for his people and then the sin came and adam and eve Adam eve was deceived by the devil disobeyed god because god had commanded not to eat off the tree of knowledge of good and evil but they did that and so they got separated from the 
glorious presence of God put into the world now. And ever since then, the almighty God has been putting into place what needs to happen in his view, in his spirit, in his expectation that he could still have interaction with his mankind. But it was never his desire for us to be separated from him. So giving us the kingdom of God is his eternal blessing to mankind. When he give us his kingdom, he's given us access to all he has because he is an awesome, loving God. We were created by him and for him for a purpose. And so he sent the Lord Jesus Christ into the earth so that we could come back into the perfect uh, uh, purpose of God. And we can read about that at, in, in Romans, the third chapter, where Paul was sent to the, uh, the Gentiles and he was speaking to the, uh, he was speaking to the Romans and he was telling, he was speaking in his message to the Romans that the whole world was guilty of sin before God. And so he says, but um, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And that happened because of the sin of Adam and Eve. But being justified freely, uh, he allowed the Lord Jesus Christ to come into the earth so that he could die and pay that death penalty that was a, a, a place on the, on the race of mankind and that we would be able to have his Holy Spirit to live in us to bring us back into a glorious image with, with him. So we are being transformed every single day when we accept the Lord Jesus Christ. He tells us in John the third chapter that we must be born again. We're talking a spiritual relationship God wants with his people, a heavenly, earthly relationship. Our bodies is the temple of the Holy Ghost for the very presence of God so we can be in relationship. We belong to him. We are his sons and his daughters that he created for a family for himself. And it is to come with a relationship, and that relationship is, is to be holy without sin, to be loving. Loving work, love work is no ill to his neighbor. Love is patient, love is kind, is given. It does not hold wrongdoing, it is forgiven. It's perfect and it is peaceful. And so the Almighty God wants us to have this spiritual, everlasting, loving, holy, set apart relationship with him, a perfect lifestyle. It was intended for the perfect lifestyle in the air, in the earth. God extended his dominion rule and from the heaven into the earth and, and, and a kingdom relationship. Psalms 8 said, what is man that thou are mindful of him or the son of man that thou visited him, made him a little bit lower than the angels and crowned him with his glory. Then Psalms 115, verse 15 says, The heaven, even the heavens belong to the Father, but the earth he gave to the children of man. Our God is the awesome God. He is the only true, wise, loving God. He is our Father, the creator of life in this universe. And he wants this holy, everlasting relationship with his people. And so he sends a way that we can be bonded to him in the spirit again. And he sent that way through the Lord Jesus Christ. The book of John, 1 John tells us, the book of John, the first chapter in John says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. 
And and verse 14, it says, and the word made, was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory as the honor begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. So that word is telling us in the beginning, Almighty God allowed himself the word to be incarnated into the form of man as human beings are. And he, his incarnated word is he himself. And so the Almighty God provided his spirit in the earth. God is spirit, and they that must be in a holy relationship with him or worship him must do it through his holy spirit living in us and must do it through the truth which is the uh, activity and the lifestyle that a person ought to be living to be able to be in a relationship with the almighty god that we will live in this, this new heaven and new earth that is coming he is spirit and they that worship him must worship him through his holy spirit and through his word obeying the word of god and his spirit giving us power to be able to destroy the works of the devil that comes against the word of god living in us and his power living in us also protects us from evil hurt harm and danger his power is jehovah shamar his indwelling presence the love of god shed abroad in our hearts by the holy ghost the very presence of the lord jesus christ so he says in John, the fourth chapter, as Jesus was talking to the lady at the well, that God is the spirit and they that worship him, which means those that are in right relationship with him, have to do it through his Holy Spirit living in us and do it according to the word of God. And so we become the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. And as that happened, we are no longer a slave under sin and unto death but we are sons and daughters we are owned by the almighty god and since we are his child we become heirs of god and joint heirs with christ and so when we become his children after accepting the lord jesus christ we are accepting the promise he promised us and uh, he promised the people and um mm, he promised the people in, in Isaiah, the seventh chapter and the 14th verse, that there was going to be, um, um, he was going to be coming. He promised Jesus would come into the earth. The Emmanuel be interpreted as God with us. Isaiah, the seventh chapter and the 14th verse. And we are to accept the promise of God, which is the very presence of the Lord Jesus Christ. The Almighty God being his spirit, power, and the word allowed himself to be conceived by his power in the form of a human being, called his name Emmanuel, being interpreted as God with us, and he was sent into the earth to pay the death penalty for the race of mankind that we would become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and would be able to live in the presence of the Almighty God forever. And so we have to have a spiritual renewal, a worshiping spirit, a relationship spirit has to be between us and the almighty God so that we will know the truth and the truth will make us free. And, and so we will be able to live this spiritual and uh, uh, anointed way of God and have this kingdom relationship of holiness and love between god our father the lord jesus christ and between each other because he tell us to be holy as he is holy 
all mankind was created in the image of God and his holy spiritual image he wants us to receive now through accepting the Lord Jesus Christ so that we can have his indwelling spirit and be able to live this righteousness of God through Christ Jesus, having the mind of God and having the conscience of God and the character of God. The conscience is that inner feeling of obligation to do what is right and to do what is holy. And the character is the mental and moral state that an individual should have that they would be acting in the character and in the mindset and in the personality of the almighty God. I praise God. It is awesome. So he wants us to be able to encounter his presence, encounter his Holy Spirit, and live his Holy Spirit, be able to communicate with him. He wants us to be set apart unto him. He for us and we for him, a family, holy relationship, holiness of God. And so he tell us in Philippians, he tell us uh, in Philippians, the second chapter and the fifth verse, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of him. And being found in a fashion, he humbled himself and became obedient to death. The almighty God, the son of God, made in the image of God, and in the image of man, the word of God, made in the image of God and in the image of man, humbled himself down to the form of man to die to pay the death penalty for the race of mankind, that we could have hope of eternal life and live and move and have our being through the Lord Jesus Christ. What an awesome God. What an awesome God we serve. What an awesome God we serve. And so he is telling us today, he is telling us today that we are to abide in him. We are the righteousness of God and we are to abide in him and he is to abide in us. And he tells us in St. John, the 15th chapter, he says, I'm the true vine and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that bears not fruit, he takes away and every branch that bears fruit, he purges it. In other words, he is saying that he is the true vine connecting us to the almighty God. And it's through the spirit of God flowing in him through us that we are to present our bodies having the fruit of the spirit of righteousness and peace and joy and temperance and meekness and goodness and kindness and gentleness. All the spirit of God living in us through Christ Jesus that we will have a loving, a spiritual, a holy, and a righteous relationship with him, and a holy and a spiritual and a righteous relationship with each other. Because he told us the two greatest commandments is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, your mind, your soul, and your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself. Love is God's greatest gift. Love is God's greatest gift, and we are free to love, and we can live in freedom. Now, the Lord is that spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And we are all with unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, are being changed into his likeness from one degree of glory to another. For this comes from the Lord, who is the spirit. So the almighty God allowed the Lord Jesus Christ to come into this earth 
that we can repent, turn from sin, and be baptized in the name of Jesus and be filled with the Holy Ghost, the very present, the pathway. Behold, all things become new, for he has made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we could become the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And so he tells us to abide in him and let the Spirit of God live in us and through us, which is the very presence of God, the Jehovah Jamar, his indwelling presence that is given to us through the Lord Jesus Christ. So in doing that, as we abide in here, there is certain a certain conscious mind that we are to have and a certain lifestyle that we are to be living. And we are going to find that lifestyle written in the book of Colossians. After we have been, and we talked about being filled with the Holy Ghost and having the presence of God, the new life of God living in us through the Lord Jesus Christ. And when that happened, this is the lifestyle that we are to have. And Colossians says, since we have been raised to a new life in Christ, we are to set our sights on the reality of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. In other words, he's saying to set your affections on things that are above and not on the things of the earth. For we have died to this life and our real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is our life, is revealed to the whole world, we will share in his glory. And so he is telling us to uh, destroy the, the deeds of the flesh, the sexual immorality, impurity, lust, and evil desires, being greedy, being idolaters, putting things before God, anger, mistreating others. All these things he's telling us in, in Colossians, the third chapter, the fifth through the eleventh verse to stay away from. But he says, since God has chosen us to be holy people, he loves that he wants us to put on his tender-hearted mercy, his kindness, his humility, want us to be gentle with each other, want us to be patient with each other, want us to make allowance for each other's fault and forgive each other. Because he said that we ought to think about how the Lord Jesus Christ forgave us of our sins and he died and paid that death penalty. And he tells us above all that we will close ourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. God is love. We were created in the image of God. We are the children of the almighty God. The devil wants to destroy our relationship with God. The devil wants to destroy our lives, period. The devil is, is, is cast out of the kingdom of God. He will never be able to have access. His angels will never be able to have access. So he goes about wanting to destroy the relationship of men and women, boys and girls who belong to God because souls belong to God and that makes up the kingdom of God. And the devil wants to destroy the souls thinking he will destroy the kingdom of God. But the word of God says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things that God promised. Everything that God has belongs to the believer because Luke 12, 32 said, it pleases the Father to give us his kingdom and Jesus could come any day now and we could be caught up in the presence of God forever. In the meantime, he wants us to let the message about Christ live in all its riches and fill our lives to teach and to counsel each other with his wisdom that he gives, singing songs in him and worship and thankfulness unto the heart unto him. And whatever we say or do, do it as the representative of the Lord Jesus Christ. Given 
thanks to the Almighty God through the Lord Jesus Christ. And it goes on to tell the wife to submit herself to the husband and the Lord that is right. And husband, love your wife. Don't treat them harshly. And parents, not to aggravate your children. They're not to aggravate your children. And it goes on to talk about the work relationship and what should happen with the worker and with the, uh, the overseer. And so you can go back and read that. I'm running out of time. But God loves the whole world. And if you are alive and in the world, that includes you. He is Jehovah Shammah. He allowed the very presence of himself to come into the earth that whosoever believe in him will not perish but have the everlasting life. Almighty God loved his people. God so loved the world. Be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might.